This is our league, and this is your league. From the 55-yard line on CFL America Radio and the Sports History Network. He is a pro football fan. You know, I haven't missed a Redskin home game in 12 years. If you're away from home, I watch him on television. I remember guys like Sammy Ball, Bones Taylor. I've always loved pro football. I like it for the same reasons everybody else likes it. The action, the violence, it's just great entertainment. All right, let's go, Skin! Playing a little ball out there. We need somebody who can tackle, Vince. Let's get tough now. You're an animal, Crane. Eat that man up. Beautiful play. Beautiful. All right, Smith in the end zone. Smith going across. Oh, come on, Rip. Oh, come on. and to the millions of others who watch it. Pro football is a unique form of entertainment. But to those who make their living from it, it is something more. The game is a challenge to the body, to the mind, to the spirit. Each man must face it in his own way.
professional football is paid to win. Uh, I'm only going out there and doing my job with, with the tools that I have, and uh, if people don't think it's pretty, that suits me just fine, uh, as long as we win. Pro football is more than a game to Joe Cap. It is a demanding test for his stubborn will to win and a proving ground for his unique style. In an age of classic passers, he is the rock and roll of quarterbacks. His passes float like balloons, and sometimes he throws them with more hope than accuracy. When Cap can't pass, he runs. One of the writers in uh, Minneapolis said, I look like Dagwood Bumstead trying to catch a bus, and uh, that's how I feel sometimes, I'm trying to catch a bus. Finesse and precision have no place in Joe Cap's playbook. Each play is a new adventure. Mexico. Uh, my mother is Mexican-American. Uh, her name is Garcia, and uh, my father is uh, German, uh, gringo, and we moved to California. Uh, Cap played his college football at the University of California, and then played eight years in the Canadian Football League. In 1967, he was purchased by the Minnesota Vikings, and arrived in Coach Bud Grant's training camp as a 29-year-old rookie, wearing number 11. He won the starting job. But it often seemed that he was paid more for his durability than for his talent. last in the league in passing statistics, and Minnesota finished last in the Central Division. The season was so depressing that the Viking Stadium became known as Grant's Tomb. But it was in this season of defeat that Joe Cap first earned the respect of his teammates. They respected him because he was tough, because he refused to give up, because he gave them the best of what he had.
there was a fighting heart under the ribs of defeat. You've got to go out there and continually be optimistic and think that you can score touchdowns. Because the minute you're not optimistic, uh, you're not going to be able to be aggressive enough to go after that team and, uh, and get those touchdowns, get those points on the board. Sometimes winning, sometimes losing, always searching. The Vikings spent the 1968 season looking for the will to win everyone thought they had lost. Game by game, play by play, they found it. They found it in a flying fullback named Bill Brown, number 30. They found it in Carl Eller, number 81, their all-pro defensive end. And it was there in Dale Hackbart, number 49, a scrappy defensive back. most of it in their quarterback, Joe Cap. He stamped his message on every pass, catch and win. that is often known only for its grace and polish. Two passes or 20, 
as long as the Minnesota Vikings win. Everything must, must become secondary to the total goal, uh, and that's the winning as a team. This team wants to win, and uh, we were behind by 10, and it's about time to get going. Well, I don't know. I've teased them a little bit. Uh, I've been telling them that uh, Joe Cap has sold, and I, I think this sums it up. Uh, Yahoo! I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fire on the horizon is Joe Cat, burning with the rage to win. In his first game of 1969, Cap passed for seven touchdowns and led the Vikings to a smashing victory over the NFL champion Baltimore Colts. by Cap and supported by a vicious defense. The Vikings won 12 straight games. They scored the most points in the NFL and permitted the fewest. Keep his, his eyes open. He's going to, because they're waiting like this. Who's ball we playing with? Let's go now. That's our ball. I'm going to run that 
clean knee, but I'm not going to reverse. I'm going to open out on it. Gentlemen, I would like to present this season's most valuable Viking award to Joe Cap. I know for a fact that there is no most valuable Viking. There are only 40 most valuable Vikings. I, I just can't accept this. Thank you. January 4, 1970. Joe Cap will play football for the championship of the National Football League. Listen for the title. Listen for the title. Let's get us the championship. Rocket Sox, 60 minutes. Split right. 81 divide, X, curl, and go.
After three years of struggle, Joe Cap met the challenge of his league and emerged as its champion. I love the game of football. And uh, no matter what it is, it's not the money, it's not the fanfare, it's not the TV or people or anything else. My thing, let's say, is playing football. The way to get the message across the ball carriers, to, to hit them, lift them up, and put them on his back. I want to just let them know that they've been hit. And when they get up, they don't have to look to see who was, uh, that hit them. When you're making a tackle and you hold the guy's arm, he's got nothing to absorb the blow with, except maybe his head or his shoulder. And this is what I like to do, punish the man. Unlike Joe Cap, Dick Butkus, number 51 of the Chicago Bears, does not pass or run or call plays. He just hits, harder and more often than anyone in football. Dick Butkus is a middle linebacker, trained for nothing else but these coming moments of body contact. Special game plans and legions of blockers are designed to restrict his rage. Butka savors this challenge and bounces, thrashes, leaps, and shoves his way to the ball carrier. Tackling is his means of self-expression. Violence is his lifestyle. Football is more than a game to Dick Butkus. It is his only love, and all his pleasures are related to it. I don't go to the movies too often, but uh, one particular movie that stands out in mind uh, was uh, with Betty Davis. I think it was Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. I got a kind of a charge when that head come rolling down the stairs. I kind of like to, to sit there and watch it and uh, see things happen and maybe uh, project those things happening on a football field, and not to me. The Dick Butkus Horror Show is performed every Sunday afternoon. King Kong is alive and well, and wearing number 51 for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> swinging. Uh, the official came running in and said, uh, Butkus out. I was wondering, what, you know, what happened. And he told uh, Coach Dewey, he says, uh, Butkus is out of the game. Uh, he bit my finger. I said, if, you know, if I did bite your finger, I'd have blood on my shirt, and I don't have any. Butkus has made a science of mayhem. And on the rare moments that he has a football in his hands, he runs with the same belligerence with which he tackles. Running or tackling, Butkus intimidates players, coaches, officials, even the fans. 
think being mean is a way to to get yourself excited. It's almost like a like being mad. It's like hating a fella. I, I make up things. Maybe if he's smiling, I'll make up a thing, imaginary thing that, hey, this this cat's, you know, he's laughing at me. I don't know where the game gets going. I'm going to get this guy. Embarrass him. Intimidate him. When you see the guy trying to get up and he's wobbling a little bit, maybe his helmet's, you know, turned. and uh, That's a linebacker's delight. You're not going to end up uh, hurting me. It's going to be you. You're going to be, uh, you're going to be punished. So, so you better get ready today. Get ready for Dick Butkus, football's doomsday machine. A special kind of man who turns ball carriers into blood and flesh tackling dummies. Get ready. Ready to be hit. Crushed, squeezed, and mashed into curious shapes. His tackles are scalpels, slicing down runners hard but clean. I don't really try to hurt him to disable him. I like to just hit him and make him bounce off the ground and uh, don't have anything there but the ground and him hitting with, uh, with me on top of him. The Chicago Bears defense has historically gained the just reputation for toughness. Never have they had a bristling defender such as Butkus. In a violent game filled with violent men, he stands alone as football's most ferocious player. philosophy is a simple one, and the lessons he teaches are not easily forgotten. I really, really haven't knocked out that many people. It's always a challenge to try to do it. Uh, that'd be a heck of a thing if you can do it every game. Uh, really, uh, without letting out too many circuits, that's probably what's behind my mind. Every, every game I go into, who am I going to try to knock out this game? And uh, I'm going to let them know who did it. Uh, it shouldn't be any puzzle. It shouldn't be any problem. When they get... When they come to, they got to say, well, it must have been Butkus that got me. It is game day in Denver, and Lou Saban will play a part which is far different from that of Joe Cap or Dick Butkus. As he travels to the stadium, he's already done all he can. Lou Saban is a coach, and now he must be a spectator to his own fate. As far as I'm concerned, the most important job that a head coach has is to be able to understand all the individuals involved in our operation. But we also know that there's a certain amount of time that we gotta get a job done and we wanna get it done. If we're harsh, if we're pushing, it's because that is the reason. There he goes. Come on, duh. Why don't you ought to know how to run that pattern by this time? Get inside where you belong. God's sakes, man. Wandy. Just don't let, them, don't let them dominate you. Got the idea? That's what worries me all the time about you. A lot of these guys to push you around. I don't want that to happen. You've got to be strong. You take the you take the forward step. Got the idea? On occasions, it's even wise to loosen them up. 
because they can go out so tight, whereby they're not uh, ready for a football game. <laughs> As I thank you for coming out and joining us today on this beautiful sunshine day. George, have you met Mr. Marich? Yes, Coach. Okay. George says, you, do you tell that guy to get out of my way before he gets hurt out there? Special teams. I don't worry about George hurting anybody. Biggest obstacles we've got are the coaches. <laughs> That's good enough. Let's go. Winners are made from talented people. We teach them, we prepare them the entire week, and some can grasp it rather quickly. Some need uh, constant repetition. Uh, there's one thing about our business. We don't have three or four months to prepare for one game. We've got three days. First, I don't want the 54 on the goal line, the bootleg. Okay. It just takes too long to develop. I think you saw that this past week. Now, just want to emphasize one more thing, that I want to make sure that we run it the big guy. I just don't want us trying to go wide on him. We're trying to screen that way. If we want to screen, go back the other way. Okay, go back under one side. Yeah. Uh, that's out of that. It's just control of the football, no errors. I just listen. I just want you to go out there and just handle it. In other words, don't be concerned about anything. Come to Hunter or come to me immediately as you get off the field. It's a big ball game for us. We've got to have it. No question about that. And make it an error. Don't try to pull up and don't be concerned about anything about anything in general. Just go out there and just throw the football. Just throw it and fire. I have all the uh, feelings and the emotions that every man on my squad must have. I'm just as excited, just as prepared, and just as ready. Probably more so. I know a lot of coaches that uh, maybe they burn within, and maybe they keep it within their guts. But myself, I think most of it's on the surface. Rich, you understand? Understand, Grady? Tom? George? All of you. John, understand? It's not disappoint anybody. You've got to start somewhere. There are 40 souls in that dressing room, and not all 40 are the same. You've got about 20 or 30 minutes before that ball game to accept it as a challenge and go get them. Just, just a couple of things that I want you to remember before we go into this ball game. There comes a time when you uh, gain the respect of the people you play against, and the people within the league. The last three or four weeks, they've talked about the Broncos as one of the teams of the future. So just remember one thing, that you are on your way to be a winner. That what they say about us is a fact. Now, they're not saying these things because they're just talking. Because it shows. So let's not disappoint anybody today. But above all, remember what they're saying. I like it. Okay, one minute. prepare them for the entire week. You hope when the whistle blows, they're ready. There's nothing phony about our business. Either you do it or you don't do it. Stay tough, stay tough. It's gonna work, just watch me. We really understand we go on stage at two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. This is football. 
is one of the greatest shows in America today. Let's go! Come on, Jim! Jim ball game tonight! Jim ball game today! Let's go! Ron, you get in there. Wow. Five left, 49. The first down. Going 48 goal line. Hurry up. Yes! Come back with a 58 quickly. Hurry. Frank, Frank, well, come on. Give me a 46, 47, uh, 46 pass. Hurry up. Get in there, Wandy. Hurry up. Double turn in. Double turn. Hurry up on the ball. On the ball. 52s. On the ball. On the ball. Hurry. 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 Big play. Big play. Prevent, Steve. Big play. Strong pass. Strong side. Big one. First down. Watch the drop. Come on, Steve. Big one. A quick, commanding lead is the coach's utopia. Momentum is with him now, and he must seek the means to maintain it. Go get him now. Go get him. Shut him out. Watch. Just watch me. Just be ready. Just watch. Just watch me. Tell Steve to look at me. as hell. Sam, I don't have to. I know, I know. I know, Sam, I know. I will. God almighty. Oh, John. Hey! What is Steve, we look so damn lethargic out there, it's pathetic. Let's go ahead and drive him now. Come on. Listen, we got to do a job. What the hell? You guys are not giving me a chance. Give him a chance. We can't afford that. One time you and one time Mike. Hey, Frankie, keep your eyes open. George, you guys got to give me some help. Buddy, come on now. Come on, defense. Come on now, Chipper. Come on, John. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That penalty killed us. Who was offside? Who's it on? Who was offside? Who's offside, Zavada? What did he get? You send the four back in. How much time? Bush fan running. What is this? Huh? Who? What the hell? They're killing me, Whitey. They're killing me. Fan! Keep your eyes open. Fan! Fan! Kenny! George! Benny! Chip! 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 Set him down and play football! Why are you running? My daughter could do better! My daughter could! Your chicken guard! Got a gun in there, damn it! What the hell's the matter with you guys? Be alert! I tell you, it's gonna cost Benicky, and it's gonna cost Benicky, Benny! 
Precious points have been abused, a lead squandered, and now in the final minute gloom, one play can decide the outcome. Impossible, impossible, impossible. Ball up the 
This is the last game for Willie Davis. Let's hear it for number 87. His last game for the Green Bay Packers. A cheer for Willie Davis. Not for things now and to come, but for things past and done. You know, it's really hard to believe this is the last game. I know. <laughs> you know? It's just hey. like you're standing here waiting for this season to end to start another one. It seemed like to me it hadn't been long since we started. You know it? 13 years ago and a yeah. lot of huddles and a lot of good times. Isn't it, Willie? Yeah. People you meet, man. That's right. The people you right. play with, people you're involved with, really have made it a wonderful experience. Yeah. Teammates and shared memories tell the story of a pro. Willie epitomized the type of ball player that we had here in the years that we were winning. I've never known a man to have more pride. I feel very privileged to have played with him the years that we did. Uh, I would say I would remember him first as a just a beautiful man. Everything was right in place. Well, Willie came up the hard way from a small Negro college in the South, and, and he got paid very little in the beginning. When uh, you talk of bonuses today, there were almost non-existent when I came into the league. And in fact, uh, I played my first year in the league for $6,500. And uh, really, I was kind of happy to just to have a chance to play. I can remember the Brown scout telling me, well, boy, this is the offer. If you don't want it, we'll get a football player better. <laughs> so uh, basically, my whole career since then has been proving a point. It's proving that I can play football with guys who came from bigger colleges. It was proving that I could play football against the best football players from anywhere, and it's proven that, or it's been a matter of trying to prove that I could carve my niche in a game that many have not been able to. All right, let's go to work now. Let's go to work. Let's go to work here. His greatest asset was to read different plays before they would actually form. He never overpowered anybody. He just quick reactions, and he would just outmaneuver and finesse his man. like to be remembered in Green Bay as a guy who gave his all. Uh, whenever I had a chance to walk on the field and play, that I played with a certain desire and a certain determination. sensitive human being that could uh, sit down after a ball game and describe the action and the whys, the wherefores, like a college professor. We had a nickname for Willie Davis, where we called him Dr. Feelgood for years. 
He's always saying, I feel good, I feel good, whether he does or not. Just looking at him, you know, he had a big smile, and he has a big smile for everyone at all times. Willie always was the type of guy that could uh, lift the team up. Willie had great leadership ability. Willie Davis really can't be singled out as either a leader on the field or off the field. He's a leader totally as a person, and uh, he's one of the driving forces in our championship years. Davis as their captain, the jolly green giants of Green Bay won three straight NFL championships and two Super Bowls. consecutive world championships. But I think that it's real important that you learn all the lessons in football. I think maybe it's good in some way that I learn that all about football is not being a champion. It is being an also run. I would not deny that today I'm not the ball player that maybe I was five, six, seven years ago. so many things to football that I'm retiring basically because I wouldn't dare cheat by staying in the game longer than I should. I don't think any of us want to see Willie leave. And I don't think Willie wants to leave, but time, time marches on and gets us all someday.
very stadium in which we first saw him play, we now say goodbye to Captain Willie Davis. I'd just like to say that it's been a great time for me the last 10 years playing here for the Green Bay Packers. I'm surely indebted to my teammates, the Packer organization, but most of all, to you, the fans. I would just like to say it's been more than a game. It's been a way of life. Thank you.